0: Yo, sorry not sorry. Yo, welcome back to the Sorry Not Sorry podcast, man. I am here with my co-host, my lovely fiance Amber, and my boy, Gator Beater, baby. Gator Beater is is back, man. So for the listeners that are not aware, Gator Beater was out last week. Hey, they 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 had to pull teeth, man. And that I couldn't even talk.
1: I was talking like Dick the yeah, whole Yeah, he called me. <laughs> you called me,
0: <laughs> yo. I told you, George called me. Yeah, he called me last week. Like, uh, what up, man? Yeah, he called me randomly. He was like, yeah, what's up, man? You got? I, I couldn't understand him, but yeah, you got like he, so. Gator beat he got like four teeth extracted. Yeah, basically. So that's like, yeah, so that's why. he... Yeah, that's why he wasn't on last week, and that's why I had my boy, uh, my boy Terry on, which also be like a regular going, oh, yeah. you know, um, continuing the future. So, um, so yeah, we back with a lot of topics, and I'm actually, I want to start with a topic that is Gators' favorite fucking subject, and that's politics. Yeah, if yeah. you guys didn't know it. We, yeah. love <laughs> you love talk politics, man. Definitely. <laughs> so, I got uh, we're gonna talk about the killer Mike. Uh, what Killer Mike said at the uh the Revolt Summit. Right, right. Um, what he was at. So a lot. So what people. So for people who don't understand, we'll play the clip. If you if you got it queued up, we'll play the clip. But basically, what happened, uh, Killer Mike? You know, they had the Revolt Summit where um, a lot of music artists, a lot of execs, and they and everybody came out and uh to atlanta and they had like a panel talking about just you know political subjects what's going on right now in 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 this particular on this particular topic killer mike was talking about um what's going on in the you know african-american community and basically just talking about you know history and trying to understand you know how they say if you understand your past you can also you can understand the future you know right. the present so um i don't know if we'll get it queued up in a second but yeah we're, yeah, we we're gonna I, I, we're gonna play the clip from what killer mike said at the uh, revolt summit and uh, i want to get your thoughts babe when you, you hear it all right okay
2: stop it stop everybody hush hush
1: listen Wait, hold up. We probably, we probably want to preface this by saying there's a reason why he did that. He stopped it in the middle because there was a lot of bickering going on back and forth. People tried to get their shots in on everybody else on there. So he just kind of stepped in and was like, hold it, hold it, hold it. And that's how he got to this point where, you know, he got the attention of the room. But, all right. Okay.
2: So I'm about to give you the secret to what the fuck y'all are witnessing. What you niggas, N-E-G-U-S of the royal kind, that niggas, N-I-G-G-F What y'all are seeing right now are three people arguing over who got the best master. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. So, we're gonna go back to silent. Let's register this shit back down. We're gonna lock this back down. So, Tell you what America was great. Seven years after the ending of the Civil War. hold Candace, because you didn't give the you didn't give the comment. So you weren't prepared for that one. Seven, no, but that's that's not to jump on Candace because again, I'm disagreeing with my friend.
0: His friend being TI. Seven
2: years mm-hmm. after the end of the Civil War, blacks, but then seven to fifteen years accumulate over 15 million acres of land. Six, hold on before we get to clapping, because niggas bought some shit. Black people were the only skilled labor in them. So if it was welding to be done, iron bending, cotton picking, it was black people. So instantly, your value became more. And Candace has a point. The point that she made about legal immigration affecting you is that it's going to affect you at some point. Why? If the Cagle Chicken Factory is hiring illegally illegal immigrants at an undercut on the rate, it affects the black people who live there who should be demanding 20 bucks an hour because they're being undercut. So when they get wiped out, they have to hire blacks, pay them, and unionize. So she's right on that. But hold the fuck on, I'm not big. I love killing you Mike. Have to People who look like you immigrate too. So before you widely say fuck them all, remember, America is always going to have a slave class. And if illegal immigrants or legal immigrants will not be the lowest paid workers, those in prison will be. And that always ends up looking like one of their sons. So it circles back around. So that's why people who are black who are from two different plantations got to get the fuck away from Massa. Long enough to say, how are we going to burn down both their fucking houses? Now, this is my thought. This is my thought. I don't care if you destroy the Republican or Democratic Party, because at one time, blacks were Republicans. And you dominated those seven years after civil... uh, after the Civil War, you were Republicans, you had more blacks in the House and Senate than you do now, and you dominated your own economic and communities. You did that as Republicans. As Democrats, you did the same in cities like Atlanta, you failed in other cities, but the most important thing is self-organizing. By the time we get to a candidate, we should have a list that says white man, white woman, these are our demands. You can meet them and get our vote, or not. We are gonna stay home and crochet and make collar greens. But what you cannot do is continue to argue over who is the best all right. master. You can stop I don't there. give a fuck if it's Trump, Obama, your mama, my mama. Yeah. What? So,
0: all right. Yeah, you. I want you to start, George. But can you please give some context to what the fuck happened to even make? <laughs> You know, to even make Killer Mike just fucking express that so deeply. And then I also want, you know, I want Amber's uh, opinion on that as well. Like, Well, here's the thing.
1: When you have a pretty diverse panel, you know, like a Killer Mike and like a Candace Owens. Um, What's the other girl? Well, Candace Owens is on
0: record to be, what, a Republican?
1: She's on record to be a Republican, conservative, blah, 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 blah. She was a liberal a couple years ago. I, I got my own opinions on Candace Owens. But, like, you know, it's... It's one of those things where, and I, and I may have to find this clip later. Um, it began. It became. It, it started out civil. Excuse me. And then it became kind of like a "Who's got the best one-liner? Who's gonna shut this person down? Who's gonna do?" Because Candace Owens wasn't the only conservative female on that panel. Right. Um, I forgot. Oh, I forgot the girl's name now, but she was on that panel as well, and she was making a lot of points about being a Trump supporter. Yeah. So I, I I congratulate and uh, Revolt was actually put together by uh, Diddy and all those I, I, I basically congratulate them for, for taking that effort to really put out, to to make something that would get diverse voices in so that, you know, we're not just bombarded with, okay this is, you know, our platform and it's going to sway Democrat or sway Republican or whatever. But what really set him off was the fact that, and and, and Prefacing this one, maybe about ten minutes previous to this, there was a moment where Candace Owens was saying something. She's talking and she was breaking down the agenda, basically as far as you know what she believes are some of the problems in the black community. There's you know no falls in the homes. Um, there's a lot of issues with, you know, keeping finances in our community. There's, you know, that she was just going off this whole thing and people booing her. Yeah. And she, you know, to her credit, a lot of women would not, especially black women, conservatives would not have decided they were going to jump in the middle of this panel because she had to known in the middle of Atlanta, she was going to be basically thrown to the sharks in there. Yeah, but, <laughs> I don't think she gives a shit. She I don't doesn't. think she
0: cares, and I don't she think, doesn't. nor do I
1: think she should. And she I mean, shouldn't. at the end she of the great. day, she, and that was yeah. that was the point is that she was talking, and you know, people booing, and people on the stage like whatever, blah blah, blah blah blah. And she, there was a moment where she was saying something, and the moderator, um, Johnson, he was like, "Man, just uh, you know, y'all chill out, give her a chance to speak, blah blah yeah. blah." And so she started talking again, and they started heckling her and all that, and. Mike was like, hey, at some point we just can't be assholes, you know? What yeah, saying? well, it's
0: very and he, he's telling. And that's
1: he just how up, it is. He brought up something that really kind of like blew everybody's head for a second. He was like, the same thing that Candace Owens is saying, in her platform is the same platform that Louis Farrakhan has been preaching for the last twenty five years. He said years. that.
0: He said that. But that's the thing, and that's very true. But this is the problem. When this is America, what you saw. That's America. Right. That's how divided we right. are. Remember what we? Ta- I think we talked about this on the our last podcast. I said that I wish that people were more open to just. That's why I would consider myself independent, yeah. neither Republican nor Democrat, because I right. think that's childish exactly. to say I'm a Democrat. So I cannot agree with that. Right. So at the end of the day, no matter what she said, they were going to boo her and they were going to go against her. Granted, right. I don't know Candace Owens very well as a political figure but i just I, but i want to say that i think that she has valid points i think everyone does i think either side does i as crazy as trump is some things he says makes a, a, some sense yeah, at least because yeah. that's why i think what people is like and and like i said i'm not a trump supporter i have my own personal reasons why i don't like him as a person i don't think and like and when i said before he's not a politician He's, just, he's not a politician, no, no, period. No. So that's why I'm not feeling him as a president. But some things he says, I you know, I agree with and a lot of shit I don't agree with. So, right. you know, and she I like that Killer Mike stepped in and was like, look, man, at the end of the day, y'all booing this woman, but she actually having some valid points. Y'all just not willing to listen. So let me get y'all to listen, because what, what I'm what I'm about to do is school y'all motherfuckers on, especially T.I., kind of talking out of turn on the. When was America great? I get what he's saying though. Mm-hmm. It makes a lot of sense. TI said when, we'll play that clip in a minute. Matter of fact, we'll get there in a second. Now, babe, what did you like what did you gather from what Killer Mike said? Like how did I it mean, affect you?
3: I definitely agree with what he said. Um, and I did like how he kind of stepped in and made everybody kind of stop and think. Cause like you said, I think they were set to disagree with whatever she said yep. from the beginning. I'm taking you up. Um. Yeah, I think they were going to disagree with whatever she said from the beginning, yeah. no matter what it was that she said. So the way he just kind of basically stepped in, gave background to what she was saying, and then reiterated what she said, and then they all kind of went wild and agreed with yeah. it. But um,
1: he said that. Yeah. he said that in uh, on the, another clip. He was saying, you know, it's with the, with the whole fair content. He was like, you can't get mad when somebody is presenting facts because
0: you don't like the person who's presenting the facts. facts yeah. Well, that's why she says she, when we play the clip, she'll say, why are y'all booing a fact? I just yeah. said a fact. Why are you booing a fact? Right. But just to, to stay on this, <clears throat> and, and our, particularly what Killer Mike said, I think the thing is this, man. I think more so than to, than to add to her point, I think he just wanted to tell people, listen. Yeah. This is the, I like how he consolidated it. Right. You know, you, you hear sleazy politicians try to dance around shit. And yeah. he's like, We ain't dancing. This is what's up. Yeah. Okay. This is what's up. You guys are arguing over who has the better slave master. Right. That is a great analogy. Right. right. And, and, and. Because at the end of the day, black people still don't hold the power that they could possess, that they should possess. And that was his whole point. Right. You, know, you guys are arguing over, well, my master better. No, my maps are better. And it was like, it was just a great way he put it was like, it hit me hard because I'm like, fuck, I ain't never heard nobody put it like that. You know what I mean? And hopefully other, you know, politicians can hear that and kind of get where he's coming from, maybe influence them to start making better decisions like for for black people. But it starts with black people. Well, he's what he did was he broke down what democracy
1: is supposed to be in a republic. The United States is republic. That's how it's supposed to be. But he brought it to a level when he's concerning, you know, specifically black people. He was just like, you know, if you take some of her ideas, some of your ideas, we get in a room. Yes. We figure out what's the best Path and what are the things that we want to include? What are the most weighted things in our agenda that we want to put together and present this to people? And he said, You know, hey, Mr. White Man, hey, Mr. You know, White Woman, or whatever doesn't necessarily have to be white or black. You got to remember during the Obama administration, there was not much done at all for the African
0: American community. People dragged me through the mud and I'm white. (laughs) So I oh, yeah, shouldn't yeah. say that, but he didn't do shit for black people. Well, there was I mean, more. He progress. didn't do a lot for black people, right?
1: There was more progress made for the African American community during the Bush administration because you got to remember the first person that he you know appointed Condoleezza Rice, uh, you know, Colin Powell, all these people, the, the federal judges during that you know the minorities. Um, I think the minority rate for federal judges rose during that time by like a hundred and eighty percent. Some kind of it was a high number. Yeah. Um, and then it just was like okay black people just assumed that because Obama black then he got all back you know what I'm saying there's the famous meme or the famous clip where the girl is like you know Obama what I ain't got to worry about paying my car note I ain't got to worry about paying my... no, no no it's not there and yeah. and I think in a way and not to just badger Obama in that scenario because as an African American president he kind of had to Walk that line between being everybody's president because he wasn't just Black people's president; he was everybody's president. So he didn't want to, so be he too the, black, right? He couldn't basically. just say, "Okay, well, I'm just gonna give all the help to the, the black, black community." Though, I'm saying, I'm blah, blah blah blah. You know, <laughs> but then though. again, you know what Democrats are really notorious for that. They like to. One of the things that maybe, and <clears throat> this is why I could never, when this last election came through. I was like, I, I started just write in and vote for DMX. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> because I could never pull myself to vote for Hillary. After I couldn't do it. let me let me tell you why. Because During it. the Obama thing, she was the one who brought out the Jeremiah Wright stuff. She was the one who was doing the underhanded stuff to Obama during that time. She kept undercutting everything that happened, even when she was appointed into that administration. Then when it came to the you know the, the running between her and Trump. She's going on the campaign trail, and then when you have these, and we had an issue going on with, you know, we we're just starting to see the rise of a lot of issues with police brutality. We had some senseless murders, you know what I'm saying? You know, Alton Sterling, you know, and a couple of other people. It's just like, she had a moment when she was on the stage, and she brought up, um, one of the moms, it wasn't Alton's mom, they, they were invited though, and they did go, but it was um, the one that they had on video, I can't remember, um, where they were in the car, and they got shot. And uh, that's Sandra sad, Burr, uh, Sandra. No, Sandra no, not, not her. Not her. Uh, the, it,
0: was, it was, the guy because his girlfriend. Oh, was a the car. car. Oh, um, yeah. Was it when the, the officer, the officer, the officer that killed in. him, the husband was in the helicopter and was like, that looked like a bad man from the uh, helicopter. Th- no, not him. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, she, uh, she, she was, was the gr- well, the wife, the, girl was, the passenger girl was in there she and she, she was
1: recording it. I admit, yes, yes. Why I can't think of his name right now. But you know what's sad?
0: We can't because there's so many, so many killings. We don't know. And here's
1: crazy. Though she brought the mother up on stage and did the whole fake embrace, and we're gonna make sure that this doesn't happen anymore, blah 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 blah. Okay, so what had happened was, and I got this firsthand, you know, notice because I'm friends with all the people on Facebook. They never contacted them back after the election. They was like, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they made it seem like, oh, we've you know the Democratic Party is down to support blah 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 blah. Every year they go to the churches, they go, you know, they, they do the whole thing where they want to go to the black churches and you know, this is why you should elect me. My dad actually was the one who broke that down to me. He said back in the like fifties and sixties, you know, that was a big thing. Yeah. You know, most of the, at that time, most black people were still <clears throat> In the North, the Republicans. Yeah. For the most part, in the South, they were Democrats. Not because they supported the Democratic platform, but because during the Jim Crow times, like the nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties, you had to vote. You had to file register as a Democrat, or the KKK would come get you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? His he, he, he was like, you know, they came and knocked at his at their door. You know, when my dad was little. Yeah. It was like, you know, if you registered, and they gave him a, a, a box where it has to check, and they had Democrat already checked. And these were white people that were coming to the door. Wow.
0: You
1: know what I'm saying? It's like, you have to be a Democrat. Yeah. And that's, and, but they became compassionate Democrats after, in, like in the 50s and to the 60s, especially when Kennedy was elected. So that's why now it's like, oh, well, the Democrats were always... No, half the black people that in the South back, they were forced to be there. So... Now,
0: here's my question, though. You know what Killer Mike was saying about getting them in a, getting black people in a room and coming up with a shared agenda. Do you think that they can make it happen? That was the purpose of the Revolt
1: Summit, and I think um, that was a very big stepping, like a, a very big stepping stone as far as getting to that point. You know the problem with that, though. There weren't enough politicians. Yeah, yeah. There weren't enough, like, you know, because I I love Killer Mike. I think he should run for for office. Man, 100%. Somewhere (laughs) he needs to run for office. Now, here... T.I. is is, is the same. Here's the problem, though. They're not going... And when I say they, I'm talking about as far as, like, established politicians won't take a Killer Mike or T.I. seriously as they'll take... A Cedric Richmond, or one of these, uh, another one of the black, uh, you know, members of the Congressional Black Caucus, who actually, would, if they were to be there at a revolt summit to sit down with black people, and, you know, I mean, you've got the ear to the street with the Killer Mike, you've got the ear to the street with a Candace Owen, you've got yeah. these people out there, hey, bring, you know, let's all sit down in a room, let's put together an agenda, or let's put together some, you know, ten, like Mike said, ten points that we would like to see presented to each of the candidates that are out there, now, whether they're black, you could present the same thing to Bernie that you present to Kamala. <laughs> you yeah. know, this is the point that we're trying to, you know, what are you going to do about it? Let's see what's happening. I give credit to breakfast club because they are actually bringing candidates on and they'll ask them. and you know, yes. Charlemagne's an asshole. So yeah, he yeah. don't mind. He,
0: he will right ask it. them yeah. the question. And that's a good thing. Yeah, that's the type I of dialogue we need. Yeah. You know? I just, you know, you know me, man. I'm all solution based and I think that they should make it happen. And I think that they should make it happen behind the scenes to make it happen. But you're right. Any politicians, I just, uh, you know, I just hope that everyone can, can the, in order, here's my opinion in order for what killer Mike said to get them all in room room and to, to try to come up with a good, a shared agenda. Right. They got to put aside this whole fucking, any Republican I'm idea Democrat, gets thrown Republican, in the trash. Blah, blah, I'm Republican, blah, blah. so any... dip Like, that shit's got to be pushed to the wayside, and people need to think about... Uh, black people in particular got to think about what the fuck do we just... What do we want? Because it's kind of like you, you'll deal with certain stuff. Like, yeah. certain stuff you'll have to tolerate, I think. Right. You know, everybody's not going to be on one page. No. You know what I'm saying? Everybody may not want the same thing. But, you know, I wanted to say something to what what Amber said about Obama was like he didn't want to feel he didn't want to be come off like I'm just doing this all for black people. What the fuck's wrong with that? Every other president in the whole fucking history has done nothing but for rich and white people. So what the fuck's wrong uh, with a black president coming point. on and saying I'm black? I'm doing for black people. That's the good point. Man. I'll do what's right for the nation. But guess what? I'm backing my black people and no one. Name a politician that did, that's done that. Right. And you know what's weird? I I feel like he could
1: have done that, but that wasn't part of his agenda. You know what I'm saying? If he, he would, would have done that? His agenda was.
3: he would not have been elected again.
1: Oh, his own second term. Yeah, yeah, he would have. See, he had to do it like Bill did it, where he decided to put all his stuff in the, in the second term. After, exactly. You know, that's <laughs> the only way it would have worked. The first term, he, was, he, the first had the he, re-elected. he had all the bipartisanship. Yeah, Bill Clinton had all the bipartisanship and everything in that first term. That was like. Oh, okay. Feels great, and then like two years to go before he got out of office. He started slamming. Okay, we're gonna do this, 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 yeah. This. That's one of the things I can say about Trump. Trump came in. Everything that's kind of scary
0: though. If Trump just shit like that. His last two
1: years. that Trump said he was going to do.
0: Yeah, at least he's he fucking, doing fucking doing
2: it, right? <laughs> 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 at least he's. It's so
0: fucked up it's, what he's trying to do, but at least he's. Yeah, doing. exactly. I said that. I was like, that's why I respect. I honestly have some respect for Trump because I don't think, listen, I don't think he's, i am be honest, I don't think he's that great of a guy. I don't think he's racist. That's just me. But I don't think he's that great of a guy. But however, when the motherfucker say he's going to do something, he does it and people don't like it. So you must like these sleazy, you must like what how things have been going. I like, I like what tr- Trump's starting to set a standard. So yeah. understand that the next president's got to be like right. not he don't have to be like please don't be like Trump but take a play <laughs> out of his book out of his playbook right. and when you say you're gonna fucking do something fuck what everybody thinks go like, do because Trump be like I don't give a fuck if you don't Dude. want me to build a fucking wall no, I'm building the goddamn wall <laughs> Trump said on his
1: on his so first Trump, day he had more like you know rips putting out there, and that's just basically like mandates to do things under any other president. And the last, and and T.I. had to admit this in there uh, during the the revolt summit. It's like there has been more prison reform legislation in the last year and a half that Trump's been in office than there has been in the
0: last 20 years. I don't think Trump understood, though. When he got, (laughs) like I say, now a politician, so when he got in, he was like, all right, Okay, cool. I want this, 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 that, and that. And they were like, hold on, motherfucker. That ain't how shit works. Let me tell you how shit really works. Don't you know okay. why? We don't do that. What we do is we procrastinate and say it's got to go to the Senate. Then we got to say it's got to go to the Congress. Right. Then they got to say the House got to approve it. Right. Hold on. Then we got to veto it. Then we'll bring it. No, no, no. Trump's like, hold on. I'm not a politician. How does this shit work? Right. I thought I was the president. I thought this is what the people wanted. <laughs> the so we're going to fucking do it. All these races want a wall. I got to right. give them the wall. right?" And you know what's crazy? <laughs> they don't want these Mexicans over here. We crazy, gotta get the wall. <laughs>
1: crazy part is that if, if 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 Trump decides he wants to do and then the crazy thing is he got people, he's got people's ear. Kim Kardashian can go up there and say, hey, I've got issues with prison reform. We gotta work on these things. Yes. We got, you know, this person needs to get lit out of prison. Okay, but let's he, those but, sentences. let's
0: do it. But there's <laughs> rappers that say they won't sit with him. Like, T.I. Right. was like, I'm not I'm not selling out. You're not selling you're not out, selling bro. Out how are you selling
2: back? out? Who, who, God. How the
0: fuck... How are you selling out when you're trying to help your people by any... Exactly. Listen, he's the president. There's no change in that. Exactly. So how are you selling out? He's exactly. not going anywhere. This is who you got to
1: go through. It would be... And who was it that I was listening to the other day who said that they, they met with Trump? And they were like, oh, you met with Trump, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I felt like it's a disservice to my people if I... Have a chance to meet with the president of the United States, and I don't meet with them because it's gonna ruin my reputation. I'm actually trying to help people. I'm trying to go so you know, Steve Harvey was the same thing. They ostracized Steve Harvey because he decided he wanted to meet with the president, and the president had he had the president's
0: ear. He was like, Okay, well, what's going on? You know, (laughs) that's why it's hard for me to believe Trump. If Trump was racist, why the fuck is he meeting with if He's, he's truly like everyone says he's so racist? If he's really a bigot, a racist bigot, why is he meeting with black people to try to get shit done? He's not. What, he, what he's doing, and this
1: is the, this is this is silly, but it's it's what a reality star would do. Trump that's likes to, said he's not he, a he likes to have the world burning around him. Yeah, and that's basically what it is. It's yeah. literally like you would see on a reality show. They're always talking about him. He's in the news all the time.
0: That's the, he knows the main how to topic of promote. story. He promotes himself, himself right in the headlines. And and it's yeah. I mean, I see what you're saying. I, I just uh, I hope I hope this summit has brought about some like little fire into some people's ass. Man, I'm so solution based. Man, I say get in the fucking room, get in there, get Ti in there, get Killer Mike, get Diddy in there, but also. Get your politicians in there, fucking sit down and be like, hey man, so what are we doing? How what what do we need to fix? What needs to be done? And I guarantee you, if you presented that to Trump, he's gonna want to yeah. you- guess what, people? I don't know if people understand it. I understand psychology. Trump actually wants you to like him. He, he, he actually wants to be liked. The people like people like Trump who pretend that they don't give a fuck really care the most. Trump really, really cares about what you're saying about him. He really, yeah. really wants you to like him. So he he may not be such an awesome per. I don't think he's that great of a person. But I do think he cares right. that he leaves some kind of legacy behind. Because you got to understand, this motherfucker really didn't need to be president. He I mean, did. he was already making a whole lot of fucking money. I don't even know why he did it. Because like I said, he's not a politician. But that's just how the world is. But um, for sure, he would listen to it and make some shit happen. Um, yeah, definitely. and I, I, I really believe that, and I hope some shit happens. What we're gonna do is we're gonna get to the ad though, there's no segue for this, but uh, we're gonna get to the ad and we'll come right back. Yep, babe, what are you doing?
3: I'm booking me a facial, I'm on the Fancy Aesthetics Facebook page.
0: Wait, you're doing that during our podcast? It's that fast? Yes, it's super fast and super easy.
3: You can literally just hit book now from the Facebook page. And they have a ton of options to go for. Look, they have signature facials, microdermabrasion facials, dermaplaning facials, and all waxing available. The facial start at $55 to $80, and I think I'm going to get the $80 one to be honest.
0: What? I might get What's the first one? The signature facial? I might get the signature facial and I'm a guy, but I think I could do it. All everybody
3: can do it. Guys or girls. It's super easy. You can just hit the book now option. Or you can contact her on IG. It's Fancy Aesthetics 18. Email at F-A-N-C-Y-E-S-T-H E-T-I-S eighteen at gmail.com or just call via phone 404-482-1804.
0: Results of relaxation, right? Yeah. Let's get back to this podcast, babe. All right. Yo, yo, we back. I hope you enjoyed that ad. And I also hope that you go and buy whatever's on the ad. Because it's just the right thing to do, okay? All right. So uh, let's address this Candace Owens and T.I. a uh, little <laughs> scuffle. <laughs> let's see. I'm not, I'm not saying
2: it's okay. So why are you saying, oh? I'm going to so How long were you finished? Because i so smart. smart. If, 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 I, if, be if I able can't hear answer, answer the question, and you're just gonna boo when I say a, bit, a slavery was all over the world, which is a fact. Why are you booing a fact? Because you're making light of. No, I'm not. You're making light I of. I haven't gotten to my point. I'm not of making people that look like us. You can't make light of that. That ain't nothing. You I haven't even finished the sentence. How am I making light of anything? You started with some bullshit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And the crazy part is
1: that's the clip yeah. that a lot of people are all right there. You know what I'm saying because yeah. they want to see Candace always get that. Yeah. Now, well, let's like, get actually referencing T.I.'s statement when he said what he said earlier, where he was like, "People are trying to get jabs in to see who got
0: the best one liner or punchline." You know, yeah. but there's well, more to it. Well, let's yeah, let's get some context. Uh, maybe you can help me out. with Context. Mm-hmm. I just kept seeing that clip pop up. <laughs> And uh I didn't have time to sit down and kind of go through the whole, you know, the gist right. to, to really see what even started the whole shit from from what I gather. She just basically made the comment that slavery was you know it was all over the world, but, like because the Egyptians actually slavery started in Egyptian times, so black people were not that. The,
1: uh. you know, they say
0: black <laughs> people were not the first slaves. Oh that's not. debatable though, because You know, the first people to roam this earth were black, and they were Egyptian. And maybe black people were, but in a sense, they weren't because everyone was slaves if you were poor. Back Mm -hmm. in Egyptian times, you had slaves if you had money. If you were really that rich, you know, that's just how it was. You know, if you had money, you
1: had slaves. I mean, I mean, then this is this is way past the the Sumerians. This is you know, four thousand years before the Egyptians. You're around. They, they they had slaves. That was just part, there was a slave class. That's just how it was. And slaves weren't necessarily what we see on TV all the time when I'm whipping you and I'm da-da-da-da. It wasn't necessarily that. You were just the lower level of total pole. You did not work for anything but your room and board that you were considered a slave. The issue is there were black people who had slaves back in the, uh, in the United States. The craziness about that is it wasn't about race at that time, it was about class. It wasn't about okay, we just trying to, you know, hold black people down. It was about, you know, oh we need to get something done. It would be a lot easier if we had a slave to come do things for us. That'd be great. And a little known fact, a lot of people think that <laughs> that white people just came over to Africa and just captured all these black people and were like, okay, whatever. When the slaves now, we're transported to the new world and when I say the new world I'm talking about the United States I'm talking about uh, Haiti the Dominican I'm talking about the Caribbean islands um, I'm actually talking about South America as well and you're talking about um, Central America which is Guatemala those areas like that those slaves were actually brought over from slave trade now what is slave trade so black people sold conquered tribes and this is this is I don't know if you've heard and and I'm I'm almost gonna Blow my fact by speaking um, Hotel Jesus' name, but he's one of the people who actually promotes the theory of, um, you know, black people actually already being in America and being a conquered people. But I go past that. Let me go with the facts. The facts are that black tribes, or I wouldn't even say black tribes, tribes in Africa, when they conquered another tribe, they would enslave that particular tribe. When white People came down there. It wasn't just white. It was, you know, what they call Spaniards and all those of European descent. When they came down to Africa, those slaves were bartered for things like weapons. Um, They were bartered for like spices and things like that. So it wasn't that they went around capturing black people and putting them in boats. No, black people sold us into slavery to come over here. That's why if you talk to black people that are from Africa, they look down on black people from America. They do. They are the conquerors, and the people who were shipped to America are the conquered tribes, the weaker tribe, that was sent over to America. Now, why did this strike a nerve with T.I. so hard? What is your theory on that? I think it's because T.I. went into the whole thing with a—well, not really a platform, but the general idea— of what he felt would be an acceptable answer, and I think because Candice started to kind of jog around the point, what she was the didn't... question? Well, the question was, when was America ever great? Okay, what when was America were they ever great? trying
0: to? Was he attacking her on the uh, "Make America Great Again" slogan <laughs> yeah, exactly. because he knew she was a Trump reporter, right? A so supporter, right? He was attacking her on that. day. Right, right. So when was the... okay? So when was America great? And instead of her. Giving the answer that Killer Mike gave, which would have been a right. really good
1: retort. Right.
0: So that's what people understand. That's why Killer Mike, he wasn't trying to jump on her. No. The audience made it sound worse than what it was. He, he said, said He, he said, Hold on, Candace, you didn't get to that point. Right. So let me get it. Exactly. They took that as like a total roast. It wasn't like and that. When he, he was said, saying, I'm trying to disagree I'm disagreeing with my friend Ti," I. Right. I'm disagreeing with my friend. Right. right. Now Man, had Killer Mike been on that panel when T.I. said that, it, it would have went a different way because then T.I. could actually have learned from what he right. said. However, T.I.'s not really wrong, though, either. No. He, I'm not saying he's not really wrong in saying when was America great for black people because, damn, we jumped right into fucking slavery. If, you know, after, because what Killer Mike was referencing was after slavery, after slaves were freed, then they had the Civil War. Right or slow? Well, I'm Civil sorry, War. I'm not mixing my fucking history up. But anyway, yeah. after when well, black people were free, he's like, "Hey, this was when America was great for black people," and he mentioned he said it lasted seven at seven years after the Civil War. Mm-hmm. He didn't, but he didn't get a time point of how long that lasted because it didn't last that it didn't last too long before discrimination really set in and there, there's segregation, a whole lot of discrimination. Well, discrimination was
1: always. Big, the big issue is that during the Reconstruction period of 19, well, 1865 to around Is this black Wall, is around well, black Wall black Street? It's around time of Black Wall Street. Black Wall Street
0: was actually a little bit later. Black Wall Street was more... Than so the, there
2: was you know, a, kind of a, a, a
0: significant black time period where for black people. They were doing well. Yeah, there was. There was okay. and, and I get that. A okay.
1: lot of it started to kind of switch over a little bit when you had to deal with Jim Crow laws in the South. When mm-hmm. you had to deal with uh, because let's be honest. There was a period where, okay, if you're going to get the black vote, you're going to win, and that's what happened. That's why you had such an Abraham Lincoln being a Republican. A lot of black people decided to go over to the to the side of the Republicans. Now, was it
0: ever great for? Let's just ask the question. You yep. ask you it. Was it ever? Was there a period where it was ever great for black people?
1: I think the, if you the time period. Yes or no. I think the time period that Mike brought up. Yes, I think because so there
0: was a period where America was great for Black people.
1: Now I now when we, when we say great though, I think that there was still a high level of discrimination. There was still a high then level the, of. That's
0: why I say like right. I could argue the point that. Right, um, Ti is actually right. Right, there but. isn't a point where America was great. There, I think what, but, but okay, but maybe there was a black better black point. People. Well, there, well nothing now. like this. Economic yeah. gains were ridiculous for Black people. Those but those it was te- what a, here's they the were the skilled work. There's nothing to show for it now. Oh, um, it, 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 it it was destroyed. Like Black Wall Street was fucking burnt to the not ground. Sad,
1: not necessarily because you have a lot of those strongholds like Atlanta and like you know well, a lot yeah, of those yeah. places, uh Chicago. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, those yeah. places like that, which makes it even sadder, because a lot of the, the, the degradation, right? A lot of the degradation in those communities is, is just sad. All the places
3: that thrive, that black people thrive in, are also the places the high crime, like Chicago, mm-hmm. murder every day, Atlanta, murder every right. day. Every time you turn the news on, every morning somebody got shot, every single morning. am the and person and that watches the news every morning, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, sh- every
1: morning. Right, and I want to up a point that Mike said too. Mike was basically like, I'm proud to live in America. America's not a bad place for black people. It's like we, we make it seem like it's so awful for us, but, you know, we can go to school, become anything we want to be now. It's not, you know, like we're being held out. If we think it's bad now, imagine what my
0: dad's dad. And yeah, so it's like we. It's like I say we. It's like, I come. <laughs> let me just clarify. I come from the hood. I was raised my 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 dad. My stepdad was black. I was raised by him. Uh, for the most part, I had all my friends were black. I grew up watching the oppression of black people. I would be walking with my black friends, and cops would pull us over, pull me to the side, and ask me why are you hanging out with those n words like. It was nothing. I I, mm-hmm. I grew up in Georgia. It's Georgia's pretty fucking racist. Florida's yeah. worse. I'm from Florida too. I was born in Florida. I grew up in Georgia, and so when I say we, I, <laughs> it just comes up because man, I want to support this so much, but, but I don't. I don't think I know enough. I yeah. need to learn more about the but, history. But of here's the reason why that's not a
1: bad thing, because ultimately, I don't think that it's necessarily a race thing. I think it is a class scenario, an economic scenario, and because black people tend to be at the lower end, it became a thing. That's why right now, black people are the, the target of the Republicans. You know who the target of the Republicans are? Illegal immigrants. Because they are the, now that, like you said um, in one of the things, like black people, you know, illegal immigrants. Owens said it. Illegal immigrants are the new Black. And when she said that, everybody's like, oh, what are you talking about? But she's talking about it from a social economic standpoint. That's why a lot of those people are being targeted. You notice, you don't see it as, okay, well, they're not talking on the news about, oh, black people are being oppressed or blah, blah, blah. Now they're talking about illegal aliens going through this and this and this. It's because
0: the lower class is always going to be the ones that get shitted on. Well, I think that's what we do because I think it's always been about race. And I, I think it continues to be about race. There are racial Because well, it, it's like, like you know, Jay Z. He had a song on a four 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 album where he was like, uh, "I, you know, I can't say the word." but He was like, "Still N-word. you know. Well, yeah, the song yeah. I'm talking about. I, yeah. I I don't know the lyrics forbatim, but he was like, um, basically in the lyrics, he was saying, "You could be rich, you could be poor, you could be whatever. You are still black, right?" So, I think that there is a perception about black people. And I've addressed that on other episodes we've had. There's just a perception about black people. And, and when we talk with Amber's friend, the the Amber's friend, the, the mm. girl we were talking, you yeah. know, y'all used to work with that one to date white guys, because she felt like they're better than black men. I know. I know. It oh. kills <laughs> when I say that, but my point is, <laughs> I know. Oh. We won't even, We ain't going back. But
2: oh. <laughs> I'm with you on that. Oh. But my point is,
0: my, it's clipping. It's all good. My, uh, my point is, um, is that we had a real conversation with yeah. this girl about, um, race and just, just the, I just think we need to accept what it is and then try to fix it and try to change it. Uh, you know, I, you know, mm-hmm. the problem is people saying, I don't see color. You're actually contributing to the problem for you to say, you don't see mm-hmm. color. You're denying that there's actual. You're denying that you actually. Everyone judges. You ever heard the saying? Everyone's a little bit racist. If yeah, if a, or or just for example, a uh, a person cuts you off, you pull up to their car and they big, mm-hmm. your fat ass done cut me off. Right. Or or even even black people, they could be dark skinned. That black ass done cut me off. Well, Everybody
2: like, a little bit racist. I though. can agree
3: with that. I just think it's different. It's a difference in being. And like the race is coming out as hatred, and the race is coming out as you're just being like, That's typically yeah. what a person of this race would do.
2: Yeah,
0: but I just think we need to accept, like, hey, white
3: people walking rain. This is what I room. think
0: about it's black just people. facts. Oh, and that's yeah. what I'm but, but, but that's what I'm saying. But that's, that's like playful. racist, right. but, but, I mean, I mean, but it's but not hatred.
3: To, you get know what I'm saying? But we need to
0: get real about the hatred in it. Exactly. We need to get real about you know what? If I see a black man, like when white women start admitting, when I see a black man walking yeah. towards me at night. And he got a hood on, I I'll think lock he gonna I think he yeah, I'll lock my door, I think he's gonna rob me.
2: See, I do too. So I, I was gonna say. <laughs> I'll lock my door. Can you we be real? That's that's that's
1: as far as like you know the the social part of it, but I'm talking about as far as the you know political side of it. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, it's yeah. more, it has more to do with the, the actual economic conditions of a lot of the black like for example if Jay-Z was to walk in a room now with all, all those white people. They spell said, all these white people kissing my ass. I'm like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? okay. Because I'm breaded I I, I now. I got it's money. You know thing. what I'm saying? You know? And so, it, that happens now. I got a feeling that probably within the next, and I think Candace Owens is completely right. People are going to shoot the messenger and they're not going to pay attention to what she's actually saying. What she's saying is that, it's the same thing Mike said, If these illegal immigrants come into the country, and there's a job that's out there that I could be getting paid $18, $20 an hour for, but the, you know, perfect example of this, when I was in Baton Rouge, there was a uh, roofing company, it was a bunch of, you know, Illegal immigrants <laughs> that were over, you know, you know, a bunch of people from Mexico, literally from Mexico, that came out and they would put them in like three empty apartments, and they were all getting paid like six dollars an hour, and it was like ten people per two bedroom apartment, and it was thirty people working on the roofs. So they were they were willing to do the work for six dollars an hour because they were you know illegal immigrants. The, an actual roofing company would have to pay their employees somewhere around $15 to $16 an hour. Mm. So that's a lot cheaper for that business to hire these illegal immigrants. Yeah. So let's say, for instance, there was a black company that did excellent roofing work. And they were like, okay, well, we got a contract. We want to go ahead and do the roofs around here. They're going to get undercut by these illegal immigrants because yeah. they can't take, and they were paying them in cash. They can't take, you know, they ain't got W-2s. Yeah. They're not paying taxes on any of the money you are giving them either. Uh, they're only getting $6 an hour. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? But, I mean, that undercut a lot of jobs. That That's 30 people working. So imagine 30 people from the hood that could have been, you know, doing that of work making $16, $17 an hour. Now, back then, eight years ago, in Louisiana, $16 an hour? Man, you're it You know, <laughs> you know what I'm Yeah, saying? for sure. So, I mean, I get where she was coming from with that, and I get where Mike was coming from. That's why the illegal immigrant thing is as a matter of fact, I don't even have to say that. Obama said that. As a matter of fact, before he came into office, that was one of his platforms is to stop the rise in the illegal immigration. He sounded
0: exactly like Donald Trump. And I had to pull up the clip where he literally was saying, Who's gonna admit that though? Nobody <laughs> wants to if you pull up a clip, they'd be like, ah, oh, that's a fake. Right. All right, we No, I
3: remember that. I think he did want to stop the rise of illegal immigration, but he just wanted to do it in a different way. He never was talking about no.
0: He doing, no no no. The, the, the crazy part,
3: the, the, all these cages and all that they talk about mm-hmm. putting illegal immigrants in. Guess when that
1: started? Two thousand and ten, when the Obama administration made it legal for them to cage families or put them in these safe zones mm-hmm. where they could put them in there and keep them. And if there were if there were families that came in and somebody was prosecuted. Then they would be torn away, you know, basically pulled apart from their family. It was that Trump decided that we're not going to change that, we're going to keep it going. That's when everybody got upset. I'm when talking about the wall. And I'm talking about ice. Now, the wall and stuff is different. I'm
3: talking about that. Yeah. I'm saying Obama well, did go to that extreme. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, no. he definitely wanted to stop. Yeah, he was definitely. <laughs> He saw the same problem that Trump did, but he wasn't going to the extremes as though the wall and ICE going in and getting people as as Trump Trump did.
1: Now, they did did do a lot of those raids and stuff during that time, but Mm. the wall, no, it wasn't a a wall thing. He wasn't going to do the wall. No, well,
0: I remember Trump Obama.
3: basically is like, I will build the wall of my damn self with my own money. Right, yeah. I will do
0: this. Right, yeah. Well, Obama the was window. saying, here's well, here's the fundamental sell difference. Popeye's sandwiches. <laughs> He's like, I will
1: <laughs> to. I'm gonna build. Y'all be
3: jumping on a billionaire. I will build right. the wall of my damn self.
0: You know, was, <laughs> Two dollars yeah. from every sandwich. build you know, the, <laughs> yeah. the wall. Here's the here's the fundamental difference, and then we'll actually will switch gears. But the fundamental difference between the Trump and o- Trump and Obama talking about. Um, immigration was that Obama said if you were born here, you have every right to be here. And Trump is questioning even that. He's kind of taking it a little bit further. So I feel like that's the fundamental difference. And maybe if People are aware of what you're talking about. They're more accepting of it because Mama was more smooth with it. Like, yeah. well, you know, if you escape, if you escape, and you got here, he you have a kid, then it's all good. Life.
2: And Trump, yeah, like, fuck you. He's
0: like, hey, dude. no.
1: Right, so, yeah, this is getting, After the show, I'm gonna let you get that
2: clip. He sounds like okay. freaking Hitler. Okay. He was like, Whoa. I'm gonna turn right. Y'all, Hitler be going in. I'm gonna go, What the fuck? He just say, <laughs> kill everybody, right? Yeah, exactly. White.
0: All right, so did y'all hear about Brooke Schuyler Richardson? That sounds familiar. Okay. What is that? She's, uh, she's 20 years old, but I, I guess she's 20. Why I, well, I say she's 20? She was in high school. She. Uh, I'll just read this. This is what hey, really I popped up because I want to know what choosing. time she got. Yeah, it said, uh, <laughs> Brooke Schuyler Richardson, 20 years old, who has struggled with an eating disorder for years, weighs only 89 pounds. She was sentenced to seven days in jail after, and she's a white, of course, uh, when you hear seven days <laughs> in jail. Uh, she, was seven, <laughs> she was sentenced to seven days in jail after being convicted of gross abuse of a corpse. But the judge said that what? since she had already spent seven days in jail, she was free to go home. Here's the story, because I did a little research. Here's the story. She was, she did not know she was pregnant. She, she was struggling with an eating disorder. She was yeah. very tiny. She did not know she was pregnant. She had the baby from from what her mom accounts for from what the girl from the mom is accounting for. she had the baby on I guess she had it on the bathroom floor or something in the house, took the baby. she said the baby was born stillborn. she wasn't alive okay. and took the baby and buried the baby in the backyard
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. And I think she told her mom, obviously cops show up. She got arrested. She's like, yo, you can't do that shit, right? You can't just do that because I no. I think how they found out was, ah, I think ah, I have, ah, damn, I gotta look it up because I think what happened was uh, the coroner. Fuck, hold on. gonna see. Make a long story short. She claims this is what the girl looks like right here. So she claims that you know I did not kill my baby. I didn't bury my baby because I didn't want to have it because I think at the time she was in high school or something mm-hmm. or just graduated. And her whole thing was I didn't kill I didn't kill my baby. I you know the baby was born dead. I didn't know what to do. I was scared, so I just buried the baby in the backyard. And somehow the coroner in the town found out. Because a corner. What did this happen? This happened. Uh, I bet it's a liberal stronghold. Oh God, I don't even know where the fuck this. I happened bet it's at. somewhere. In like Why would Ohio I bring up a topic that I know so so little about? I, bet it. I, I just somewhere. thought it was. like California or freaking like Ohio, New York,
1: somewhere yeah. like that.
0: She got she got seven days, and she spent she spent seven days in jail. Judge said, you know what? That's enough. This this little white girl <laughs> has had enough, and she needs to go home. There was a similar story
1: like that with this, this black girl that went to Alabama not too too long ago. Um, well no 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 not in Alabama. Um it's a it's a, a liberal country town. I can't remember <laughs> you know so and, and, and there are people I bet you, I'm willing to bet there are people that came out to her defense. Yeah. And and like, you know, but I mean she's got her own right to choose what she wanted to do. It's like what? Wait. <laughs> yeah I mean that's not the this is not that type of situation
0: <laughs>
3: right
0: you know yeah I, I don't know like I watched the video when she was in court and she like broke down about it and stuff like that and I think that um I believe the baby was stillborn I think that she fucked up by not reporting mm-hmm. it you didn't right. you have to immediately call line. you have to yeah, yeah. that's what she should have done she should have 911.
3: 911. what Where are they gonna do arrest you? Because you didn't know you were pregnant and you had a right. car, baby. But the thing is, what you do with the disposal, you dispose of that mm-hmm. baby. I mean, that's like, t- I mean, that you you know what to do with that, right? What was the girl's name? Freaking nineteen eight, what nineteen ninety, whatever. The girl that had the baby at the prom uh, went back to the prom. Right, the baby in the dumpster. Right. Shut up. Mm-hmm. I
0: think I heard about that. Everyone heard about that. Yep.
3: it's
0: huge thing. I said, <laughs> I'm get my party on, right? There ain't crazy. no, I'll come back for the baby, but I'm finna get back up here. No, not come back life. for the
3: baby. I'm gonna go to the prom and go home. Like, go home. Like, shit didn't happen. <laughs> like, you can't do that.
1: I mean, baby, I, we can't go to the room after. The thing
3: is, is saying, even if you but, don't uh, want a baby, they make it so easy. Like, we sign a piece of paperwork, and that baby goes up to a yeah. parent that wants it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's So many parents that want kids. Yeah, want like kids can't that have have
3: can't kids. have kids.
0: Well, one of my sisters' friends, she ended she ended up having like five or six kids by the time she was like twenty two or whatever. So she started giving away a couple of them. Like, you know, she had a uh, she had a, a son and she uh but she really did some fucked up shit. She did some black market type shit and just sold the kid to. Some well, of I'd her. be a
3: surrogate. I think she just sold that. it,
0: baby. Like the Didn't right? do any of that. No, she straight up was like, "I want three thousand for him." And how would you feel?
3: I said, I, "I'd be a surrogate. I'd be a surrogate parent." I I, how
0: would I'd be I feel? A be being a surrogate? Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just I don't know. I don't. How could you surrogate? I don't know. But they have a lot of
3: like. They, they, like, really screen your health with that stuff. They're like, oh, do bad yeah, you, uh, How's your weight? Are you overweight? Are you, like, they really make it, like, even to, like, sell your eggs, very, you get very good money for selling your eggs, but you have to be, like, this very, like, if I'm five feet, they would want me to weigh 110 pounds and right. shit like that. Whatever they say the ideal weight for a, a five-foot woman is, you know? Right. So they want you to be, like, very, you know, very healthy, don't smoke, don't drink, uh, ideal weight. You can sell your eggs. You can sell them for like a few thousands. You know, you right? Can sell some Take
0: some eggs. I don't even need them all, but they <laughs> yeah. want you to be very. I mean, you I, you being a surrogate for like a random person, I don't know. Like a person that pays you to carry the baby. Yeah, you know? but if you I mean, were doing it for a family member, or maybe like you had cousins, two men, and they wanted to have a baby or something. Obviously, they can't, and they were like, "You were doing." I mean, I would support that if it was somebody, you know. But why would we put you can, at risk? I mean, yeah. Paying you, that's a different story too. Like how much? What are they paying you? Right. I think
3: Sarah gets get paid I think they get paid, get paid quite, quite, quite a, a bit. bit. Yeah. I think it's at least like fifteen thousand. Like mm-hmm. you get paid quite a bit to carry somebody's yeah. baby. For nine months not be inconvenienced for nine months but basically yes because most months. surrogates
1: they, for a baby that you're any not going to any type of child care any type of like for. doctors of visits and all kind of stuff like that and they, and they want you to know, eat a certain food there was, they was paid a for that. Um, there was a girl that i went to school with. she became a surrogate uh when she was uh 19 actually and they the the surrogate parents they paid for her room mm-hmm. board they paid her a fee for that, they took care of all of her doctor's appointments. Mm-hmm. They did all that stuff, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so yes, yeah, it's, it's some of those people think it's profitable, you know. Uh, I don't know. It's just like, what does that do to you mentally? I actually had a friend approach me.
3: I feel like I'd be so attached. I'm like, but exactly right? because I
0: mean, she, my friend approached me because she was gay, you know, and her and her girlfriend wanted to have a baby, and they were like, look. Um, we think you would be great for this. Like I sat me I down in a too. room and was like, yo, you know, your daughter's so cute. And we think you you would make such a cute baby You're such a good dad. That doesn't have anything to do with this because you're not gonna be involved. I'm like, hold up, what I can't even be Uncle DJ. They're like, no. We just want to tell you you're a great dad. You have a cute daughter. We think you'd be, you know, great. But my thing was, I don't know if I could bring a child in this world that I'm not gonna deal I mean, with. I feel approach- like I don't know.
1: When I had my friend approach me with that, same type of scenario, I was like, I don't need y'all to flip back on me right quick, because that girl, she kind of questionable. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she She's she bisexual. I don't need you to flip back and be like, you yeah. know what? We done broke
0: up. I need a baby I
2: dad. asked that. I
0: said, so let's say hypothetically we do this. How? What are we going to do? Am I having sex with you? And she was like, "No, no, you're gonna put no, it I in a baster." Uh, I don't know She's it. like, "You put to it, it, it. in." No, they good. have parties now. So um, in the gay community, they'll do like they'll do a like a turkey baster party where you know you invite all the family and friends over, then they go in the bathroom and insert the sperm, and they come out and be like, "Ah, it happened. It dripped down, uh, got them there." <laughs> and I told her, I was like. I don't think I want to do that. I would rather even do this either the natural way, or we could find another way for me to like get it in there. But I don't, I don't know how comfortable I feel of like putting. Well, you party. know what? Now that's completely Easter out of the
3: party. Question. If she's listening, it's completely out of the question. now. <laughs> no. You can give that up. It's not happening. <laughs> I hope you
2: found luck. No, no. What, what if
0: right. she's like grinding? Gonna enjoy this? Like, I just need to get this done. Then she go in the room and just, ah. ah! Hey, that brings me to my next ad. <laughs> are you hungry? Are you hungry and live in Atlanta? Well, you're in luck. Okay. You can get on down to Pot of Wings Food Truck, man. Uh, their primary location is 495 Flat Shoals Ave in Atlanta. And their hours of operation are Saturday at 9 p.m., Sunday at 8 p.m., and Monday at 8 p.m. And they're also available for delivery on DoorDash, guys. And guess what? You don't have to wait. You can place your order and then go pick it up. And the number is 404-838-0215. And again, it's a pot of wings. Okay, they got catfish. They got wings. They got shrimp. They got chicken tenders. They got what you need, man. Go ahead and pull up pot of wings, guys. And we're back. Um, yeah, that <laughs> fucking hilarious. She was like, girl, I'm not even gonna enjoy this. Like, I just need to we just need to get this done. Right, <laughs> go in here and do this. Now you hear ah. ah. Like Forrest Gump. Remember like, he was yeah. sitting on the porch? Yeah. And, and the, dude, the, the dude came out. Right, up, right. He's like, ah, ah, ah. ah. <laughs> that motherfucker was pissed. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man, Forrest man. Gump was funny. That's a good-ass movie. Oh, by the way, um, for the listeners, we were going to do a... We may still do this, but I, it's too fucking hard. We want to do an episode. You know, we love to do our top five, top ten trends man. and all that. We love to give you guys that. It's just that our next thing we wanted to do was a top five in each category, like greatest movies of all time. And you guys have to understand how fucking hard that is because we're going to do three different categories. We're going to do um, horror, suspense, no, horror, five top five horror films um, that we felt like were the greatest of all time, right? Then comedy. We're going to do comedy. Then we're going to do suspense, drama, other, which could be, that could range from uh, mafia movies that could range from uh, you know uh, what's another example like that could range from boys in the hood yeah. it could be a hood movie like other it could be drama suspense like shutter island like with leo that probably yeah. would have been in my top five butterfly fate with ashton kutcher that was also like something but i literally was i was at the gym um doing my usual uh weekend routine which is get to the gym take a shit sit there and think Start putting together something for the podcast, work out, go hit the sauna again and try to do stuff for the podcast. And I was sitting in there, um, and I was thinking like this shit ain't gonna happen, man. I fucking started on I started on drama, suspense, and other. Hey, see, comedy no. wasn't that hard because I thought comedy is like, don't be a minister of South Central side by drinking your in right. the hood. I had step brothers, tropic thunder. Some dr- drama, so broad. It was so because fu- I was like, "All right, do we have to split this up even more? Like top five drama, top five suspense, top five mafia." Because then I thought my hood movies got to go, like men Society's got to go, Boys in the Hood's got to be in there, Love and Basketball. It was so fucking. We should do romance. I don't know. It's right. So fucking hard, <laughs> man. This you not understand how long the episode would be. How. Much we would fight over this because you know, I'd be having to set the rules before everybody even goes right. in. i am be like, all right, George, keep it quiet right. while I do this. Because right. if I'm about to put Love and Basketball as number one greatest romance movie of all time and you want to chime in with Titanic, we'll have a problem. Okay. Uh, I think the notebook. See what I'm saying? Uh, you know what? Let's, I love the notebook. We could do Beautiful. that. I like that. Let's roll with that. Yeah, let's, let's, let's off top. Let's, let's do this right now, man. We're going to do this for the listeners, man, because we, everything we do is for the listeners. Check this out. Off top. Let's do it. Let's go there. We're gonna fucking go there. What are the categories? What do we got?
3: I don't know what categories are. All we
0: right, have? let's see. Comedy. Okay. Comedy. Drama.
3: Okay, which comedy, one? Oh, drama. Well, so okay. drama
0: So. Okay. Drama, romance. Like, which one
3: are you doing? All right, hold on. I'm about to do oh, it. Okay.
0: you guys yeah, help me out. Alright, let's do comedy, comedy, drama, and suspense. Horror. Okay. Horror's gonna be interesting. Romance.
3: Moments. Top
0: one of each of these categories? I would say you gotta go one. And it take too long to, to Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're trying to do all of comedy, this? Comedy, drama, and suspense. Top movie. Okay. Yeah, we'll just do off top. We we're yeah. we we will not do a crazy deep dive like we usually do. We'll yeah. just try to give like what we think would be like what comes to mind. So we'll do comedy. Did you say romance
3: was loving basketball for you?
0: For me? Is that what you said? And my top five of all time? It's, yeah, it's you, my we top five. do five of all of
3: those. I'm talking about like top comedy. two,
0: top three. Okay, comedy, drama, suspense, horror, romance, and crime. So your porn. romance, top three. You said love and
3: basketball. Oh, you want to hear my romance? Yes.
0: All right, we'll start with romance. I'm going to, okay, off top, off top, off top. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> love and basketball, mm-hmm. Titanic. Okay. <laughs> I'm a guy, though. Um, top 10, um, I think The Notebook is... I think The Notebook, yes. I think The Notebook, um, so I guess those are my top... Off top, that's that's what the, I that's all that comes to mind.
2: Oh, man.
3: i say definitely The Notebook,
2: because
3: I love The Notebook. Yeah. Uh, I love Jones. One of my movies. Yeah. Okay. Um... I don't know if it's like a romance movie or not, but uh, I like poetic justice. I guess it's kind of romance, right? If, I don't know. I it's kind of Poet like poetic
0: justice would go in your hood movie. Well, I don't know it's
3: But so it's technically a... your a romance. I yeah, think. it's
1: more of a romance though than it is a hood movie.
0: Although it could be class.
1: See,
3: that's, that's the thing. You I'm be like, what is it? both?
0: Well, he won the girl. Tupac wins At jail. The end, yeah, she, right. she
3: be doing a little girl here. But again. now, what fuck that mean?
0: booty call. I was <laughs> just saying. No, just like, oh, I just man. can't think of like a tearjerker. Like Titanic makes you fucking cry. The Notebook can make you cry. The I mean, Notebook promises. does make
1: me cry. Yeah, I let's see what you government. got. I'm going to I would have to know? go Notebook. And then after that, it's like, okay, what would I put right there? In the Because one of my favorite movies, it's a romance, but it's not really a romance.
3: What is that, it?
1: Um, my, the Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. Okay. Because it is... Kind of like a weird type of romance, yeah. Okay, but it's, oh, it's an amazing movie though. Because it makes you think, you know, <laughs>
0: about what love really is. That's my number one. If I was well, you that. try I, I got to get on with that. You trying to put me on that? I got to watch that. What what is what is the movie with Taye Diggs, Morris Chestnut, and the girl from Players Club? Um, he ends up marrying her at the end. That's got to be in there. Not and and the Taye wood. Diggs. No, because he uh, found out because Tay Diggs. Morris they had Chestnut. Like 15 movies that had the same. Hold movie. up. I was about to say so hold up. The the best best Morris Ches- I,
2: was the- I
0: think that's it. Morris Chestnut was best friends with Tay Diggs. I think Morris Chestnut yeah, finds out that Tay Diggs fucked her yep, when they the were his man. friends in college. Yep. Yo, when he was marrying her, in the scene when they were doing their vows and all he could think of was Tay Diggs like dicking her down, yeah. that shit hurt me. I was like, that's how it feels for a man to get cheated on. Yeah. but he didn't even get cheated on. just he, something. You know, that just, didn't you know. Yeah, I was about to say just
3: something that happened before him. And what about you, *Say the Last Dance*? That was fuck, family, so. that's a good one. That's a good romance. But
0: that would go into the um, uh, that would go into like more of a category of, like dance movies. No, that's a romance, baby. That is a romantic
3: movie. It's, it's, *Say the okay. Last okay, Dance*. Okay,
0: okay, okay. That's my sister's. That's like, why I funny, say it's so family. hard. Just because,
3: because
0: they dance it's, and it's, the movie okay, doesn't. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. You I wrote that. So many different. I wrote with that. Okay.
3: Then
0: there's I'll like rom-coms. You. That's yeah. a
3: rom-com.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like rom-coms. They're annoying. Obviously, you do. Love and Basketball is a rom-com. No, it's not. That shit ain't funny. That shit is a rom-com. I mean, it's got some funny parts to it. No, it's a rom-com. It can't, babe. That shit is drama and suspense, right? He wanted Susp- to. Suspense?
2: Bu- That's
0: not suspense. Not suspense, suspense. but it's <laughs> drama. It's like drama. It wasn't.
2: What? Drama, All Drama, right. okay. Romance. What part made
0: you die laughing? a drama. What part made you die laughing? The part when they fucking broke up?
3: Um, there's actually a lot of parts. You know what? That you The part laugh where
0: she at. goes, we about to play. <laughs> you know and he said, you For keep what? She's naming the romantic parts. Why would any of those
3: make you laugh? He said, we
0: about to play. And she go, he goes, For what? And she said, "You part. That part <laughs> made you laugh. Okay,
3: <laughs> why would you name mad? all the
0: romantic parts as if
1: they make me laugh? But you know Obviously what? The best man parts. best man is probably the closest thing to a rom com in that scenario. The, the wood. Best man, the woods, The woods. Yeah,
3: the wood is a comedy.
0: Y'all want to do it with me? Let's do it. Matthew. Hey, Mackin Hey Yo, that was my movie growing up. Okay. I think there's just a lot of romance. I can't even narrow okay. it down to three because then I like, like ten, 10
3: things I hate I about you. Oh, I like God. all those
0: movies. All right, okay, so we'll move on. Um, let's do comedy, man. Let's, this is the easy one. Let's get it out of the way. What do you got? I don't
3: think that's easy. I think that's actually the harder one.
0: Okay, so this is how I figured it out when I was doing it by myself, like trying to make a list, you know what I realized? The ones that just straight up come to mind are the best. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? If you got to dig for it, that shit wasn't that funny. So off top, I was like, hold the fuck up. Hold the phone. Right. All right. Don't be a minister, South Society, while drinking your juice in the hood. Yep. That shit is fucking hilarious. That shit, Step Brothers will forever be there. Mm Super Bad is forever a classic. Pineapple Express is forever a classic. Tamales
1: Nights, nice, of course. You gotta- Ricky
0: Bobby. Tamales Knights. If if that movie is what are we missing?
1: God, that movie is so freaking. I know.
3: Blue, Blue so streak.
1: Nice. Blue streak. What else? One of my favorite.
0: Oh my god. Okay, what you got? <laughs>
1: What do you mean? Like, you can't, can't be, you could be second? <laughs> yo, he goes, you're
0: not first, you're last. <laughs> yeah. He said, I was high, when I, third. high when I said that. I was I said that. He said, hell, yo, you, you, be,
2: <laughs> you can be second? You could be second? You be third? Hell, <laughs> yo, you can be fourth if you want. <laughs> <laughs> yo, that motherfucker said, yo, when he came to his high school class <laughs> for career day, the motherfucker was like, he was like,
0: if you ain't going fast, you ain't doing that. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that's funny. Um, what do we have for drama and suspense? What's the deep shit, man? What what really hits you, man? Suspense. Oh,
3: you know what one of my favorite ones is? What is was, that a, was that a. I don't know, was that by Tyler Perry? What's the one where the girl went off to the city, her and a dude got married? Oh my god, it was like Lance Garstian Dude, whatever his name is. Oh, um. She got. She basically had AIDS at the end. She was messing with the drug dealing dude. Blah blah
2: blah. <sighs> so he's that fuck. Bitch. I don't know. Um, I don't know her name. I'm gonna
3: have to look this up. I have to look it up. All
0: right. Why you do that? I'll name a few. Uh, Butterfly Effect. Yes, with Ashton yes. Kutcher. Fucking love that movie. Shutter Island. Right. Yes, uh right. I, mean, I still watch that and see. Um. Oh, we have. We cannot forget Jordan Peele. Get out. Get out! Yeah, get out! Deep like as out. fuck. Hella suspenseful. Um, you know, until the, at the end when the white girl she couldn't find the keys. I was like, "Bitch, <laughs> you're find the fucking keys. You're in on this." You know, it's underrated what? as far as that goes.
1: and it's, I think they underrated because it's, it's slightly underrated because it's comic book movie, The Dark Knight. I am so not into that shit. Yeah, because it's it's. It's not set up as a comic book movie like this person has superpowers or anything like that. It has nothing to do with superpowers or anything like that. The Dark Knight is literally just a mouth, You just say, uh, you know, this dude who he really doesn't give a fuck about anything and he's all about anarchy. And he's literally putting people in that movie in positions where, you know, they have to figure out what's going on or they got some real life consequences. Like, four or five people, main characters, died in that movie trying to figure out what the Joker is trying to do. <laughs> you know? I mean, and it's real suspicious,
0: Like, you keep telling the internet, like, what's about to happen? Well, what the Joker doing? movie's about to come out. How do you yeah. feel about that? From what i Why heard, are they doing such a... I'm sorry. We'll cut you off. Just had a quick question because I'm not into this stuff. Yeah. Why are they doing such a deep dive on the Joker? They're really trying to give him well, his own fucking story. The storyline. Joker's always been one of the most intriguing characters in comics because...
1: Either, whatever iteration that you have of him, he's his backstory is mystery kind of. There are some um, versions where he does have a backstory. This movie is basically kind of not b- bound under regular comic book movie rules. Like, there's no Batman, there's none of that kind of stuff. This movie is actually they call it Joker, but they could have called it anything because the real crust of the movie is dealing with mental disorders and that's what it's really about it's not about the comic book character joker he just kind of calls himself that and they they say oh this is a comic book movie but in actuality it has nothing to do with the comic book joker it's you know a whole new character who takes on the mantle of what they call joker you know i would
0: that sounds. But I'm intriguing. hearing it's I'm gonna lie. really like I'm hearing is very good. I may yeah. I may want to see that. I'm not gonna lie. That's intriguing. Anything about mental health and psychology, I'm in it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in. That's why. That's why I said the butterfly effect is one of my favorite yeah. movies, man. It's a mind fuck. It, it's basically what everyone all everyone can say. If I could go back, I wouldn't change a thing. Mm-hmm. I think you're lying, and that movie is the premise. Of he's going, he can literally read his diaries, go back in time, and change right. certain things. But that's don't tell me you wouldn't go back and punch that bully in the fucking right. face. But see,
1: and, and that's and that's the whole thing. We were talking about that before. It's the opposite scenario in Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind, where you literally can erase people from your life that you had interactions with, that you right. fell in love with, or whatever, and you can erase that person from your. Your 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 memory and what does that actually do to you as far as like when you're pursuing other relationships? Do you really you know uh, did that relationship actually build upon who you are as a person? You know, and do you really want to give up memories of other people that you you know say it's, it's real deep because it makes you ask like what is love at the at the end of the day?
3: One <laughs> of know? my favorite suspense movies. Is um Gone
1: Girl? Oh yeah, I Gone Girl movie. is. That's what <laughs> I. It, it was
3: just so messed up at the end, but yeah. it was
1: a good movie. Gone Girl was really good. Um, and, and in the same vein of that, I don't know if y'all have ever seen that movie. I think it's called Passengers. No, uh, with um, um, uh, what's his name? Um, Hugh Jackman, uh, a couple of other people in there. Yeah. It's actually like really good oh no not past it's Prisoners it's called Prisoners okay and this it's really good it's about these kids that get kidnapped and you know they're, they're you know they're, they're, they're having like a family get together and it's a bunch of friends and they're all sitting there chilling and their kids go out to play but they go they come a missing and the parents are trying to figure out what is happening and it's, it's this whole suspenseful thing trying to find the kids I love suspenseful yeah it's Look up prisoners. That's really good. It, it's have really you seen Gone Girl? Mm-hmm. I have. Oh yeah, you gotta see
3: Gone Girl. It's so, like basically this lady. <laughs> basically, this lady comes up missing. Is this
0: yeah. the movie you were talking about? Or you're trying to figure yeah. out.
3: Oh, yeah. I didn't figure it out basically. But basically, this um, this the wife. So wife, husband, wife. after the place, the husband. She turns up missing, and he's looking as the main suspect. His family is kind of. Her family is kind of on his side. The first they start thinking like maybe he killed her. She's missing. And there's blood found in the home. There's all this stuff out. It looks like this motherfucker killed her. At the very end of the movie, bruh, it's, she basically framed <laughs> him. This bitch is alive. Whoa. <laughs> you go through a
2: whole hour yeah. of the
3: movie thinking like, this motherfucker did it. Because right. she made shit. it look like he did it. She cut herself. She smeared blood on the floor, but wiped it up so you would see it and like so the police would find it. Yeah. She left little pieces of blood here and they just enough for the police to find. Like she Holy planted shit. all this shit to get him back for what did he do like cheat on her or something, I think something like that yeah, he, to get his ass back and right. then she ended up popping back up towards the end of the yeah. movie and he was like what you know he's basically like what the fuck did you do I you right. She's like you better you know you better play along with this shit man. Right. like then oh, she's bro. threatening him to play along with right. it and he's miserable bro he's like I can't leave her cuz how about when I look leaving her when she was just missing Right, and yeah. she came with like this kidnapping scheme and she got attacked and then I fucking right. left her. I just I was like this bitch just-
0: Goals. That's wild. Yeah. It kind of—I don't know why it makes me think of this movie, because that this was a this is also a movie that kind of I was like really into, like that like law-abiding, abiding citizen law with abiding. Jamie yeah. Foxx. Yeah, that movie is fire. Yeah. I was, and that was kind of like suspense. It was like, where the what the fuck is he about to do next? Can we get
3: to horror movies?
0: Yeah, we'll get. All right, we'll get to right now. We'll get to right now. That was my next one. Oh, okay, um, cool. <laughs> All right. Yeah, she's so fucking excited. And the, I'm not like into no horror, horror movies, movies like he that. Doesn't want to do any horror <laughs> movies. I have some, though. I got some okay, that go fucked ahead, give me, me up. Wow, don't watch horror movies anymore.
3: Okay. The
0: Exorcism Part 2, that fucked me up. I love Exorcism. Uh, the Right with uh, Anthony Hopkins, that fucked me up. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to yeah. watch horror movies anymore because they're mind fuck movies that really gave me anxiety. Do
3: you like, like, do you not like the conjuring or like the exorcism movies? Or do you not like the uh like final destiny like gory? Do you not like the I don't
0: gory care about gory? I care about mind fucking me. Oh, okay. Like like The Rite with Anthony Hopkins. When yeah. they went to visit that girl that said that yeah. and he didn't believe in this shit. The movie's so interesting, I was hooked. I watched it to the end, but it fucked my head up. Was when he was like we he was he was like this girl's possessed. And then the the student doesn't believe in that shit, even though he's in the school to be a fucking priest. Right, he was pushed into it. But when he go up there to see the girl, the girl's like looking at him and she's smiling at him. And I just started getting goosebumps because <laughs> she looked at him and she was just like knew everything about him. What about like paranormal <laughs> movies? That's that's paranormal to me. That okay. fucked my head up. More paranormal seen like the movie. those. Um, <laughs> I feel like when did you like
3: what is it like uh, st- when a. I don't know, if it's called Strangers or something. It's basically, like, this couple, they're having relationship problems, and they rent, They rent like, this, still rents, like, this house. Uh-huh. And they, like, look out the window, and it's, like, a whole family Oh, I've like, seen that. You've seen that?
0: Yeah, they come in and fucking. Yeah,
3: they saw, a lot, like, knocking on the door, fucking went home. Yep, with them. yep, yep. And they I've come seen and that, start, movie. like, killing everybody. Yep,
0: I've seen that movie.
3: That stuff scares me. I like, it's, like, being scared is, like, exciting to me.
0: I don't like it. I'd be like, ooh. <laughs> Shit gives me Hell, I do you
3: see
0: so if you was like, like, I don't like it. Yeah. So <laughs> he let me get. Like let I want
3: him to go see a, a scary movie with me.
0: Let uh-huh. me get. Let me get mine out the way.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Freddie Krueger, hands down.
3: Like,
1: scariest I mean, fucking I don't thing think that's I've ever that's seen in my scariest. life.
0: I don't have time for it. I can't even go to sleep. <laughs> Fuck it. you, Freddie. Second, uh, Candyman forever haunts my. Candyman, still I still can't mean, yeah. watch it. Still can't watch it to this day. Yeah. Um. And like I said, probably The Right with Anthony Hopkins. That movie really fucked with me. It really fucked my head up. Um, it's such a good movie, though. I was really into it, but it was creepy as shit. For her to look at him and then, like, know about him. Uh, shit like that, man. Um, so, what do you got, babe? What are your top horror? You excited for this? I don't know. I
3: just like all horror movies. There's not... One. I don't
0: know. I, don't, I can't even she have a She wanted me talk. to talk about it, and she doesn't even have a top. She's to like, can we narrow. get to it? All right, let's go. What do you got? I don't know. I just love horror movies. That's all I I want to talk about. I like
3: stuff like Insidious. I like um, the Conjuring. Okay. Um,
0: Stupid shit like Chucky. No, I don't like stuff like that. I would kick Chucky. And I actually Friday the Thirteenth is okay,
3: but I don't even like stuff like that. I like more stuff like. Like I said, like Insidious. I like The Exorcism of yeah. Emily Rose. Yes. That was one of my favorites. I love that one. Um, I'm not even really a blood and gore type. Because I don't really call that horror. Because it's not scary. It's just like bloody yeah. and shit. You know? yeah, I like that, I like that the movie hostel. called Turistas. Have All you ever right. seen Turistas? Why
1: does it it's sound amazing? Oh, so
3: good. Right. It's not really. It's under horror. But it's yeah. not really super scary. It's like this group of tourists. They Their bus crashes in Brazil. And they go like party on the beach, and they yeah. end up getting like taken to this house where basically this doctor is gonna take their organs, like they're taking
0: Americans' organs. Yeah, that sound like hospital selling their
3: organs on the black That's market. Not- it's it's similar, a lot of hostile, yeah. yeah, it's
0: similar. I like hospital,
3: but they're I like hospital, but they're like uh, trying to escape and shit. You know,
1: see, I like a lot of the, the found footage stuff too, like. Um, the Paranormal
0: Activity, Blair Witch. And thats
3: where it all started. Blair.
1: Witch then at
0: me, the end, yeah. they go, "This was based on a true story," yeah. and it fucking freaks you, yeah. uh, you know uh, fuck. Horror. And, and
2: people
1: may not consider this horror,
0: but the first
1: Cloverfield movie I was actually—it was, actually, yeah, was kind of creepy,
0: and it was like—it was because you didn't
1: know what was going on. You were just kind of like, "Okay," yeah. it was you kind of got glimpses, like, "Okay, there's a monster." I actually the quarantine yes i think so yeah
3: i believe oh quarantine i believe that could definitely happen
1: but that motherfucker in the attic was
0: creepy What was his name mr whatever Who started off he was creepy the ring the first ring uh, everybody was scared uh, of that. you uh,
3: can't even say listen, you wasn't scared of
0: that i'm gonna tell you how distinct this is i remember when my seven days was up
2: <laughs> I, was, I, was I'm so I was living in florida
0: i was living in florida my mom was like, we're gonna go see uh see your granny. I was scared to tell my mom that I was, thought I was gonna die that day. I didn't want to go with it because I wanted to die in her car. Seven days hit. I watched it. My seventh day, I was laying in the back seat, coming back home from my grandma's crying to myself. I was like, I'm gonna die. I don't know when, but this is seven days. I'm gonna die. The video says, because Blockbuster said on the back of the videotape that I was gonna die if I watched it.
3: Seven days later. Shudder. Right. I like all kind of movies like I like the paranormal stuff. Like Shudder was one yeah. of those. Yeah. I I love stuff like that. Koreans, man, they Japanese, all of them, they do it right. Yeah, they
0: know how to the, the original well, ring was 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 a you know, yes. Korean movie, I believe. Yeah. 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 But I will say this. The movie itself wasn't that scary. It was what they said. It was yeah. literally yeah. the whole... They made a worldwide... Like imagine social media was around this time, but they made a whole worldwide thing of if you watch this tape, you will yeah, die in seventy. The, the, oh, the person movie. died in seventy, But that's awesome. why, because they pushed that narrative Oh, yeah. Without that narrative, the movie wasn't no, that scary. No. That I, I, can we agree on that? Yeah, yeah, I'm thi- I just He's came on that. Trying to make sure her kid right. don't die. She only got seven
3: days there.
0: <laughs> seven days, bitch. Call you like, yeah, seven days. Like, goddamn, what? You have seven days. Seven days. Like, like I'm to who say, is he, this? Damn, my
3: in like you got watch the damn tape. And I then her
0: son's me. all like, "You're gonna die, like, <laughs> get <laughs> you- what, and then her son watched it? Like, such yes. a little
2: badass. I hate um,
0: kids, bro. <laughs> um, crime movies. Crime? Oh, man. Because, uh, man, I love
1: mafia crime movies. You gotta, you movies, gotta bro. talk about, like, heat and stuff like okay, that. Okay, yeah, like, yeah. Good Fellas. Nice
0: Motherfuckers. Why we didn't say though. Harlem Nights in comedy? Oh, with Richard Pryor? Harlem Nights. actually. I will be honest, I've never watched that movie in its entirety. This uh, guy's some, some big laughs. Is
3: hilarious.
0: <laughs> yeah. think, wasn't it
3: Red Fox? You got, you got, got
0: Della Reese. Yes.
3: You got <laughs> Red Fox.
0: Richard Pryor. Eddie <laughs> <Murray. Andy> Murphy. Eddie <laughs> Murphy. Yeah, I know everybody's in it. I heard everybody's in it. I've seen clips online, but I've never yeah. watched it in this entire day. Like the stuttering boxer. Yeah. <laughs> the heavyweight champion. He said, <laughs> <laughs> I go. I get it. I, I get in there. It was like the dumb motherfucker. They was calling him a dumb motherfucker, (laughs) but it was like, but that mother, that dumb motherfucker can fight. The best
3: scene is when him and her was arguing in the house.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I need to watch
3: that. Bro, it's funny. I
0: watched it this entirety. That's a good one. Um, because I've seen clips. It must be good. Uh, So crime movies, I would say, Goodfellas, uh, Below. I really Low is so underrated, I'm man. That, that is
1: one of my favorite movies Catch
0: of Catch Me If You Can with Leonardo DiCaprio. Like Gosh that. damn it, I love you that You know movie. what? Is that really a crime? I yes. almost think I mean, it's on a It's true almost story. a comedy. No, it's the based way on they, a true story. I know
1: it's based on a true story, but I mean, they almost play it like a comedy. When you look at it, the way they, they kind of, because I think it's the narration.
0: That makes it kinda of comical. But this goes back comedy. to my love and basketball argument. Yeah. It's yeah. not funny to me. I mean, yeah, it's got parts that's comical, but it's not funny because the whole storyline the whole reason why the kid even started doing it because his parents broke up. His parents right. got a divorce and then they his mom moved on and didn't talk to him anymore and started her own family. So there's just things dynamics in there that well, we yeah. totally can't make it a comedy. Well, yeah, yeah. But I get what you're saying. They made it a it's they made it It's fun. more
1: lighthearted. Than it's it's it very like,
0: lighthearted. Because, you know, like I get him saying, like the part where he was a doctor, and he yeah. was like, Do you concur? And <laughs> was like, What? And he's like, So you concur? Because he was just <laughs> watching <laughs> shows on TV, right. trying <laughs> to learn how to be a doctor. Is John Wick a spy uh, I've know. never
1: seen it. I think the basis of it is more, you, you know,
0: action. Like action more than more yeah John Wick That would be like rolling to the Like Mission Impossible Terminator Type fucking category yeah.
1: mm-hmm. Motherfuckers Come
0: in there like <laughs> Like Denzel And uh Oh the life movie Y'all already know What
3: you're talking about uh, I can't think of the name of Fuck it. what's
0: the movie Denzel He's um, um He come in the bar And um, murk all the motherfuckers um, Equalizer Equalizer, equalizer. Oh, You, you know what Kingsman <laughs> Kingsman is the Kingsman ass. is the One
3: of the best Action movies bro
0: yeah.
3: Okay
1: I like the equal- you know what's weird about Equalizer. I remember watching that show when I was little. Like my that was my grandmother's favorite show. Yeah, like she would sit there and watch the Equalizer all the time. Like on Tuesday, I think it was Tuesday nights, when that show would come on TV. And when they were talking about making it into a movie, I was like, "Okay, who are they gonna get for that? Uh, they're gonna get Bruce Willis. and they were like Denzel.
2: I was like,
0: Ah, oh, I, can I can see that. I can see that. And La y'all mind Guess who was originally supposed to be in Training Day that played Denzel's role? Bruce Willis. They were that. actually going to have Bruce Willis play Denzel's role, but Denzel got it. But nobody could have well, crime it Training Day. Yeah, I know. I, I get that. I, so actually used,
3: I could
1: day. actually think that yeah, yeah. Training
0: Day is a crime movie, I actually. Yeah, the whole basis I think so, of the movie is, Yeah, if we're still, yeah, we're yeah. still on the topic well, of then maybe. Oh, fuck, that's a classic. God it damn it, man, that's a uh. classic. I love that movie. Yo, when Cleo came out, that car, uh, so she sad. lit up that cigarette. Oh, that shit's so sad, man. And you know what else is sad? No, this is not sad. This next ad. <laughs> Look, I want to give a shout out to the Anchor app, which is the home to my podcast, and listen, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. Creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. I mean, you guys hear how crisp my podcast sounds. That's thanks to Anchor. Listen, they'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and many more. My podcast is on all platforms. Look, you can easily make money from your podcast with minimum listenership. I know how hard it is to get a podcast off the ground, and you don't have a million listeners out the gate, but that's cool. Anchor's got you. Also, listen, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And we're back. Yeah, and yeah. we're back. Back on the WJ5 with the Sorry God Sorry Podcast. Everybody heard of that. <laughs> 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 yeah, Set It Off was, um, it's just so sad because they still make memes about Jada Pinkett sleeping with that man for money. But when I saw that as a kid, I cried. I did cry. That's I
3: don't what cry. The intention, that's, yeah. what the, it was, that's what the intention was. Just, but
2: you know what? Like, our generation makes a joke out of everybody. So.
0: But now it's like, what you going to do for this 40 bowl? You uh, feel me? God. That's what she was going to do for that 40 bowl.
2: That shit is crazy. Hence when
3: I say our generation yeah. joke everything. When I
0: watched it as a kid, and that's how I know that we've been desensitized. I'm not saying this right. We have been desensitized. When I was a kid, yeah, definitely. when I was a kid, and I watched that scene. I felt so bad for her because I was like, this nasty man is. Instead, he could have just helped her. What? But you're really just going to take advantage. But guess what, man? This happens every day. My oh, old dude's I still out here tricking every day.
3: As a woman, I feel bad. I and
0: then you know what's fucked up? When her brother said, I'm not going to college, mm-hmm. she went ham on him. He said, Do you know what I
3: have to do for that money?
0: And then his piece of shit homeboy set him up. Gave him that haircut yep. and he got shot. Yep. That fucking movie, man. That is such a good movie. You see,
1: the problem with that is that was the, the, almost the formula for Hood movies back then. Yeah. Like, that was... Because you had... Okay, the classic Hood movies. You had Boys in the Hood, Missing Society, Boys of the Society. Um, mm-hmm. Send Off, um, Poetic Justice, Jason's Lyric, which I, I
0: love uh, Jason's Lyric. Pandora's <laughs> Box. I don't remember that one. Uh... Pandora's Box? Bro, the girl from Players Club. She was in quite a few movies. Oh, well, yeah, she was. Oh, man. Players Club? Is Players a hood Club.
1: movie? Yeah, yeah, definitely Players Club. Uh, I'm trying to the think. Wood? The Wood. The yeah. Best Man? Best Man was was definitely a hood movie. Yeah, these are all like, oh, Brown Sugar? Uh, what's the other one? Straight Up nice. Menace? Yeah. Straight
0: Up Menace?
1: I don't know about uh, that. No, not Straight Up Menace. Uh, what was the, the mr Society? Okay, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, society. yeah, you but made
1: there was, that was I think right. I named that But there's another movie that was in that same vein They had a bunch of movies that were just like Replica boys in the hood
0: Yeah <laughs> A lot of hood shit going <laughs> on <laughs> Motherfuckers shooting up Like shooting people and shit I'm New Jack City Oh, yeah. man. Hey, but you know what's weird? New Jack
1: City technically wasn't a hood movie. Like, it wasn't really a hood movie. Bro, that shit is a hood
0: movie, 100%. I don't that's think what it everybody it. classifies I shit mean, as I mean, now, but I think that came out before Boys in the Hood, didn't it? Don't ask me, because honestly, that's another movie I have Because Ice-T was in that movie. As a kid? I mean, as he was younger? Yeah. Well, then, yeah, it had to been. Cause boys, see, boys in the hood was I think Ice Cube was in like N.W.A. Juice. juice. That's what I was oh, talking about. Oh shit, that's a hood classic. Juice, juice bro. I mean, there's that a was lot. There's I like still juice. don't like Bishop. I still hate him. Right, right. I know, right? It's
3: belly.
0: Shit. belly, belly, belly was the like, but they were the last real hood movies. Back then. I, I don't like that shit. Mm. You know, I feel. I don't with, like that. Remember that uh, saying? Uh, He's eating the bananas. I don't like that shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, with
2: that flip. Yo, he <laughs> a hater, baby. bro. He's a hater. He said.
0: I don't like that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stunned.
1: I don't like Man, that, that, movie. that. That movie made me go get those glow to dark contacts.
0: <laughs>
1: for real? <laughs> we walked really? in the club. Oh, that's. Light fire. Light. Hey, the visuals was, for that
0: movie is great. The crazy. visuals are awesome. I it's love. fucking crazy. that? I don't even I know, but the up. way they did, they made. um, They accentuated the brown skin. Yeah. Man, so funny, What's her name? Feeling.
1: I, I uh, love it. DMX. And girl I always love DMX's girlfriend, that baby fall in love with them. Man, girl. she was mm-hmm. sexy, bro. And, uh, the, and the, just the way they accented her Yeah, skin. that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I always love like dark like, skin,
0: girl. It's like Smash a blue, a blue
3: light, light in the house every time. Right. Every
0: time, yeah. Hype Williams directed belly. Oh, yeah. Man, kudos to that motherfucker, man. That's a good that's a, That He really put on. Terrell Hicks, that's her name. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, man. So, I want to ask y'all how y'all felt about this, right? Um. So There was a There was a meme I saw right And there's two parents Sitting on a couch right And they have the kids sitting in the middle And it says The mom says I'm not gonna fuck you up The way I was fucked up as a kid And the dad is Essentially saying the same thing I will also not Fucked your head up the way my head was fucked up as a kid and then the child has a sign like it says it on the kid there's like some wording that says on the kid a whole new kind of fucked up what right so yeah, yeah it got me thinking like well here's how I interpret it is like as parents we do pry ourselves on that like I ain't gonna do to you what you know, what my mom or what my dad did to me that traumatized me or it made me feel like I wasn't loved or whatever. You know what I mean? Right, right. And it's and it's also like par- the parents are equally basically reflecting onto this kid everything that they don't want, that they didn't want done to them, they won't do to them. But then they're just introducing a whole new kind right. of uh, trauma, traumatizing them in different ways and fucking exactly. them up in different ways. That shit hit me hard. Like that was really deep. Cause I do, I did. I be, prior to, honestly, prior to seeing that I meme, mean, I felt the same way. But I always had in the back of my mind, you can never raise a kid perfect. Like you're never yeah. gonna raise them where they grow up and be like, you didn't do anything that fucked my head up a little right. bit. Yeah. You Not only that, I mean?
1: sometimes some of the things that parents or your parents did were things that were necessary. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like one of the things that I, I've seen a lot is how uh, a lot of people, especially in the generation right, you know, after me, they'll have kids and they'll be like, I'm not gonna whoop my kids ass. Right. I'm gonna blah 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 You know what I'm saying? Or they coddle their kids to a point where their kids tend to be like, Oh, I'm gonna get whatever I want because my mama gonna jump in or my daddy gonna jump in and do what my mom and it's like that's not how I was raised. You know, I had to work to get my first car. I had to go do that and I appreciated it because I Worked and got yeah. my first car. You give this person a car and they just wreck it and they're like, "Oh well, whatever." I'm just gonna, you know, give mom, to give me another. one. Yeah, that's the you whole new kind of fucked up, that right? You're exactly. About. It's a new fucked up mentality. So even though I had it hard when I was coming up, I'm not necessarily gonna make it too easy for you to where you lose sight of you know the growth that I went through. You yeah. know what
0: I'm saying? Because some of the things that I went through actually helped me to grow. Yeah, I think what scares me, though, is that I don't know what's going to, what is going to trigger her. I well, don't know yeah, what yeah, she's yeah. going to grow up and tell me that fuck, I don't know what's going to fuck her up. I don't right. know. I just try my best not to fuck her right. up. And, of course, <laughs> I try not to do certain things that my parents might have did that fucked me up. Right, right. You know what I mean? So I want to answer that question. I want to be able to be like, what do I think I'm doing right now that I might be fucking her up? I don't know. I mean, social media is pretty prevalent. I'm on my phone a lot. My mom wasn't on no fucking phone. She had a beeper. She wasn't on no phone (laughs) not paying attention to me, but I'm on the phone a lot not paying attention to her. That might fuck her up. I think that's the only thing I can think of. I think
3: a part of it, honestly, is not even a lot of it probably is not even going to be things that we do in this generation that put our kids up. It's a lot of things they see on TV, a lot of things yeah. they see on the internet, a lot of things they see with all this technology and a lot of shit they hear at school. Because even if you keep your kid from it, right. other parents are not keeping their kid from it, and they keep sharing exactly. it with your kid at school. So honestly, I think if you're doing the best you can, and you're raising them the best you can, and you're trying to keep them from shit that you know is not good for them, right. then that's really all you can do, because your kid is not with you 24-7. And if you don't say some fucked up shit, nine out of ten, somebody else will say some mm-hmm. fucked up shit to your kid, or your kid's gonna see some fucked up shit right. or shit they should not be exposed to yet. Right. That's just like point blank, period. Mm-hmm. Because look at this shit. Sid had this app playing on her phone the other day, and she was like, it looked like a kid friendly app. It was like some emoji shit. She was like, Yeah, this is the one I created for me. But what she did not say, and what she showed me later, is that there's a whole part of that app where you can message the people message people near you on the app.
1: Mm. Who
3: knows who the hell are you talking to on the app? Right. You could right. be talking to a 60 year old man that exactly. lives two miles from you, and yeah. you could be saying, "Who hey. knows what?" So, yeah. On the app, talking to you know whatever. Right. So the thing is, technology is gonna fuck your kids up, probably, because that's you the day and I'm age that we're in. Too. Um, it's just technology. You're not the you're not responsible. A lot back in the day, I believe most of the responsibility for raising your kid fell on the parents.
0: Like, but nowadays, it doesn't.
3: What,
0: what's a what's a few things that you won't do that your parents did? Like, when you think back... You know, when I mentioned, like, I'm not going to fuck you up. Like, I'm not going to do these things that such and such did to me that fucked me up. So, like, what are a few things that come to mind you won't do that your parents maybe did? Or maybe your grandparents or something?
3: Um, I won't... Just whoop their ass if I don't see it. Just not effective. Some kids don't respond to that shit. Some kids
1: don't respond. To I'm
3: gonna try that shit because I think it's always a good go to, but that's just not gonna work for everybody. Look at Millie. Millie here has to be everything. Bro, work.
0: my kid doesn't matter. Ass whooping's not work for her. <laughs> and I, I will say that, like, I don't whoop as much as I got whooped, but. I gotta tell y'all something, man. This shit's crazy. My mom said this shit today, and I know you heard it, but what? she tried to keep the peace. of My mom, you know, her and my mom get along actually, but we were riding. We had to we had to drive like a, like an hour away to a restaurant today, and we were in the back seat, and I was talking. Me and Amber were talking about because Millie, our daughter, asked us. She will be eight this year. She asked. What are y'all? Where are you gonna get married at? Or when are you gonna get married? Like she always asks us that because we've been planning it, and we were like, we're gonna plan it. We'll probably do it at the beach, and we'll probably do this, that, and the third. We started talking to her about it, and my mom from the back seat goes, "I'm so glad I don't have to do that." And that, <laughs> I don't think she realized how fucked up that is right,
1: to right, say right,
0: to right. your son who is gonna get. She got married at 16 years old.
1: Right. My mom
0: was married at 16, had her first kid at 19 did it for 13 years and it didn't work out in her favor. Right. So I feel like now she's a little, maybe a little bitter about it. Could be. And that made me think today, I will not do that to my daughter. Like I want to be so supportive to my daughter and whatever, like literally my daughter could say, I want to strip. Honestly, I would say it. Does that make you happy? Does honestly, does it make you happy? Yes, then fucking do it. No matter what it is, I'm never gonna make you feel like shit. I would rather you go and do it and learn from that shit. Because if you, <laughs> you gonna no, find out no, a parent, parent, it's hard, but you see. Yeah, but your, I just maybe yeah. it's fucked me up. Because well, now, I'm like, I don't want to discourage her from anything. I don't want to feel like, no, even though absolutely. I don't want her to be a stripper. Let right. me make that clear. I don't right. want my daughter to be a stripper now at that, all. Now there are some does. things
1: that I feel as a parent, you you, you need to discourage your kids from doing. And only because, yeah, only because you know that there are things that are involved with it. You know, I what agree. I'm saying, like there's you certain, you know, things you know, <laughs> like with stripping There's, there's a lifestyle involved. Now, in that. I, I don't
3: in think this. Make this
0: clear. I pray I to God say, you never say that. Educate. Right. I'm say discourage, but yeah. right, right. I don't want to discourage you from doing something. But
3: I'm gonna tell you what's probably gonna happen or what the yeah. outcome. But
0: there's could some be rich, happy strippers in the world. Uh, I <laughs> there sorry. Sorry. But that's yeah, the thing. I'm that's not
3: gonna be one of the things I tell. When I'm educating you, I'm not about to tell you the the pros. I'm just gonna tell you, you know, right. Just be aware of what you're gonna get. A lot of people are gonna say a lot of stuff. I'm right. gonna t- I'm gonna educate yeah. you and tell you what you're getting yourself into. You're all gonna right. make your own decision.
1: I mean, for every diamond that's out there, there's some sapphires that's out there in
2: Forty yeah. years old at so, Club yeah.
0: Sugar Bush, right? <laughs> right. We passed
1: the club last night. called Club Sugar Bush. That but shit you know was what, crazy. Bro. It's like that. And but one of the things, if that kind of goes back. One of the things that I would do. My mom was supportive of me with certain things, like my music. She was she was supportive, but she wasn't like she was she didn't really want me to like major in music in college. You know, she was like, you could do so much more. My whole family was like. You need to be like you know go into engineering, or you need to go. Yeah. So when I was like, I want to do music, I want to do. They kind of discouraged me to a point where the first song that my mom heard was that Superdome Rock song, and that was when I was like 10, 15 years into rapping. Yeah. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I wouldn't say fifteen, I started rapping. Like well, I'm just saying I just started like, rapping
0: like, at thirteen. We were the same know? age. My mom always supported the music, man. My mom always... Su- That's one thing, like... I couldn't do because I was cussing, bro. My mom yeah. No, yeah, yeah, I was scared scared to her to oh, <laughs> I would just let her hear the clean stuff. But my mom supported me. It's just, like, now that as she gets older and as I grow older, she shows a lot more disdain for the choices that I make. And uh-huh. I, I don't like it. I think it's it's, it's fucked up sometimes. Right, so, right, right. I it, made, it just made me think today. It made me think back to that meme, like, Fuck! I am trying. I'm doing everything I can to not fuck Millie up or or Harper up, and I'm like, but see, Harper's a baby, so I, I actually I had the advantage of learning from Millie. So then, when my baby gets older, right. then I can like do things different. But I'm trying so hard not to fuck her up. I mean, it's be careful it's an with advantage, the second child. But it's, a, it's, a, it's an advantage,
3: but don't yeah. take it as too much of an advantage. Each child is different. Yeah, that is true. So yeah. it's an advantage, and. You do have a you do have an advantage, but don't take your advantage too far. You know what I'm saying. You have an advantage, but don't think just because I already did this a few times, I got this because she's completely different from yeah. the last the child, second child or you from any see- child you've dealt with. This is a yeah. whole yeah. different child with different personality, and she is different. So you can't just do what you did to her to you know what you learned from these kids and apply it to her. Yeah. Because yeah, we it might not work with her.
0: we bump heads in the beginning because I had our I raised two kids prior to meeting, you know, prior to me and Amber um getting together. You know, my ex had two kids and I was there for her baby since she was three months old and right. then for her other daughter since she was three. And then I, we were together five years. So I raised them. So I was it came into the mindset of like and there were some advantages to that because right. when she first had Harper Harper would, when Harper was screaming and we didn't know what the fuck <laughs> I would have had that patience that she didn't right. possess quite yet. So there were some advantages there were disadvantages. I was like, oh, you should do this for her. And she's like, hold up. My baby don't We did like like yeah. we knocked heads a little bit because he was like,
3: I've done this before. I know. Yeah. Like, no, oh, I not Oh, she used to hate you, this. I, I would go, this ain't my first
0: rodeo. Yeah, he used to say, <laughs> and I used to try shit. to get
3: him to understand, like, hey, I've been very closely involved with all my nieces mm-hmm. growing up, but that don't mean I'm a taking luck. Yep. let me tell you what to do with Millie to because mm-hmm. I got a nieces her age. Yeah, and yeah. I know. Because I don't because Millie's a whole nother ballgame from Allie mm-hmm. and Allie's different from Aubrey and Aubrey's different from Aspen and everybody's different from everybody. Yep. So it did used to irk me because he be like I, I already done this before. I already done this before. was my this is my first word. I done raised three kids. Like Okay, stop throwing that at me because this is a different kid. Did you yeah. raise three identical kids with the same yeah, personality? Kids this is, are, every kid is different.
1: Kids so are, are crazy like it that.
3: is an advantage, like you said, yes. with like patience and stuff like that. It is yeah, There's things you
2: learn is, from doing it. But
3: yeah. it's not an advantage to like when she goes. Oh, I got a problem with this. You gonna know how to handle it because this is a different kid. Right. You're gonna right. have to handle it differently. Like if Harper grows up, God forbid, because we can't deal with both of them. But if Harper grows up and she got a little behavior issue, it might not be whippers might work for her ass. They don't work for Millie, but they might work for her. She it could. might be enough to discourage her. She's you know, she I might be like, you ass know ass what, me. I learned my lesson. <laughs> she might just be like, you know what, I learned. I don't want to <laughs> do this every day. I'm not trying to get my ass beat every day, and that works for her. Yeah. But it, that shit don't work for Millie.
0: No, Millie got you. Nah, really got to take shit away.
3: That's what I'm saying. You Our have to try daughter, shit and try shit and try you shit. Gotta take and just because shit, right. we tried a billion things with Millie doesn't mean if the same issue comes up with Harper, we're going to have try a billion different other things with her. Right, yeah, that's you true. know? So...
2: Yeah. Well... Shit. Yari. I think
3: society is going to have a bigger impact than us, and that's the scary thing about it. I yeah, think yeah social media too. This age and yeah, time, hey, as how social media technology is just growing yeah. and advancing, I think we're probably... At our parents probably had an 80% in you know 80 70 80% yeah basically and what we did probably right. came from 70% of them and then from school and our peers the rest of it yeah. but with our kids now, now it's probably 50 50 bro, I, it bro, might be it might be 60 to the rest of the world and 40 honest. to us cuz they not they don't that's yeah. how they, in their phone, not listen to what we're right. saying, not giving a shit what we're saying. So honestly, we're going to be like the the less, the, the less determining factor of how they're raised anyway. But it
0: ain't nothing changed because I was heavily influenced by my friends. I was the
3: heavily thing. I don't influenced. think that was the norm back then. I think there was a lot of kids that were, but I do was the norm. The norm now is you are influenced by social media and everything else. Yeah. I think the we norm back ask. then was really, you had a fear of your parent. Like you were, yeah, you your parent was like, yeah. Kids don't have that nowadays. No, they just don't. Like I was, my mom.
1: I was like, okay, my mom might actually shoot. Me. And you know what? It is, <laughs> this, yeah, <laughs> my, my grandmother shoot. actually did
3: shoot at me. Because how many oh, times shit. are we sitting and we're like, man, Millie, if I did that, we tell Millie if I did that. The thing is, you know what? Millie does a lot that I I would just like. It makes me. It makes gives me shivers. So I just think about if I was a kid, how I would have got popped in my mouth by now. Yeah. <laughs> when we were talking, she jumps in our conversation.
0: Oh, that right, was yeah. the main
3: thing of my parents. Get out, right. of right. exactly. get out
0: of grown folks' mouth. Get out of grown folks' mouth. Are we talking to you? Yeah. Popping the I mouth. Was grown, I was I was raised like that too. Like I would get sent to my room when adults were over. But it's what, crazy. What like all about. my friends, their kids will hang out with us while we're drinking. I'm like, what right, the yeah, fuck? My goes, mom would goes, be like, right. go in your room. Exactly. If you need anything, you can call me from the door. I'll come back there and bring you something, but we got company. But things this are society gonna your soul, though. Yeah. This society is now like,
3: well, you know, don't sit them to the room. They have something to say. What do you? No, to but that's the what thing. do you have that's to say? That's one of the things with my parents and that then I they go, agree with. I
0: can hula hoop. Yeah, Get the fuck out of my agree face. With that. That's one of the things
2: my parents raised me
3: that I yeah, agree with
2: because
3: I, I that irks my soul. Right, and I'd be trying to be patient with her, but I'd be telling her, "Millie, we talking. This is not about you. Yeah. Like we'll be talking about something. she will be like, I think." I think we weren't talking to you. Right, right. This is a she grown folks like I think "This is a right. grown folks conversation. We're not talking to you. And she was literally like, "Boy, y'all talking in front of me. Ain't, I don't want to talk to you. I don't matter. <laughs> shit, you right here. We in the car. <laughs> what are we going to do? Put you on the roof real quick while we talk? And you
2: want to just choke slam
3: get, get on the <laughs> roof real
2: quick while we talk. <laughs> right, <you're> Come <laughs> in, huh? Come in, huh?
3: That's probably the one thing. And that rubbed off on me from my parents, definitely. Because yeah, they used to tell me, see. Grown folks is talking. This ain't got nothing to do with you. And even if I could hear, I act like I couldn't. I ain't
0: say I uh-uh, act like I just can't even hear them. <laughs> yeah. Because i will be dead if I say something and they get on me. Well, um, man, good stuff. Hey, so we'll wrap this up because um, we're gonna we want to watch George feed these snakes before we go. Actually, oh, yeah. <laughs> so we, I want to see this, and we you know. But hey, I just want to thank everybody for listening. Um, want to plug a few things. Um, not really plug anything, but make sure you go follow the Instagram page, sorry not sorry podcast with two E's. And on the Instagram page, we've updated, like we got, you know, we got pictures and stuff, so you can you can meet the the host and meet the hostesses, guests, and co-hostesses, and just kind of see us all interact and see what the fuck we look like and see if we truly have faces for radio. You know what I mean? You can you be the judge. I think I'm cute. I, personally me. I know I'm cute. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, check us out, man. Um, I want to thank you guys for listening. Y'all have a wonderful week. We'll get back to y'all next week. Audi.